0: that authority piece constructed of the should ask questions, not the frequently asked questions, guiding your expertise where you're guiding people to avoid the things they don't even know what's around the corner that can derail the project, make them hate it.
1: Welcome to the Business Ownership Podcast, brought to you by Awareness Strategies, helping you navigate the waters between entrepreneurship and ownership. Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec, and I am super glad that you're here with us today because I am here with my most amazing guest, Jeff. Jeff, thank you so much for being here with us today.
0: Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be with uh, with you. Awesome.
1: So give us a 5,000-foot view of who you are and a little highlight of your business.
0: 5,000-foot view. I'm, I'm used to 10, 20, 10, and 30. 20, Imagine higher. that. Michelle marches <laughs> to the beat of our own Okay, drama. 6 Imagine feet. That you
1: know, one. Come on. <laughs> somebody somebody that's stalking you what do they find out about you
0: <laughs> yeah so uh five thousand foot view so I'm a you know visionary at heart um I'm the kind of guy that'll go to the high dive jump off and figure out how to fill the pool on the way down if there's not enough water or no water in the pool uh I've got a handful of businesses that I'm involved in some I co-own directly some I consult in uh but really what keeps me going is is just like bringing new ideas to fruition through vehicles that I own, like my retail mattress store, things I consult in, um, like the Lynx Golf Cafe franchise I'm a part of, um, and then the other business owners that I help. So I love creating, I love the creation process, and then bringing it through. And I'm one of those visionaries that has the empathetic heart to understand, like, you can't just snap, it's not just fairy dust and it happens, right? Like, there has to be some detail, there has to be some implementation. So but I'm best with having people help me with that. So, Fair. was that a good five thousand foot view?
1: <laughs> that was. And what are you doing okay. for business right now? What's What's your one kind of the thing that you're focused on right now?
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, it's 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 uh, it's really my big ticket life brand. I've got my retail mattress stores and machine that operates um, uh, with with my team that runs it. You know, I've got uh, some pretty. Uh, pretty advanced and hardcore knee replacement surgery coming up. It's more than the average surgery in February uh, that I have that plan for. So like, I'll be out for probably four weeks, not weight bearing. And um, yeah, there's a lot with bones around the knee that are involved. And, um, you know, I'm not stressing that at all. Right. And I think that's the first question a lot of business owners have to ask is, if you got to have a, a similar operation like Jeff has to have, what happens to your business?
1: Right.
0: You know, do you really have a business if the answer is, I can't afford to have that happen. I can't ever get in a car wreck. You know, mm. my business would fall apart. I wouldn't make payroll. Well, and help you drive better. It. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It commits, commits to That's ten good. and two. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But um,
1: let's talk about the big ticket life. Uh, Business and and how did you get into that in particular? How did that get started?
0: Yeah, so I mean, I've had I've had revenue and income in my life from and I hate I'm not I don't like the word coaching consulting because it's not I don't feel that's what the value and what I do for the people I work with. Mm -hmm. I know that's what you do. Um, I know that's your business. No, it's Um, not, and that's not (laughs) okay. Well. Maybe you don't like the words either. We I don't like those words either. So yeah, okay. Do. There we go. We don't like them at all.
1: Um, I'm good. So explain to me why you're not good with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, really at, at, at the core, I'm an ally for an integrator. The kind of business that's well-established, that owner loves turning the wrenches, so to say. They're great with their teams. They're well-established in the community, have a great reputation, but they're they're insular. They're they're stuck in their industry. They got these constraints of what their industry says. I'm their ally to push them forward. Uh, to to re- look at their pricing structure, look at their service offerings and products, and push them outside their industry norms, and really, um, you know, it's cliched, but like Disneyfy their business, really amp up that experience process, and and take them to a level that their industry peers aren't doing that they thought they thought they wouldn't be able to do. Now, I've been having revenue from those kinds of actions for about seven years now. I guess twenty fourteen, whatever nine years, whatever that (laughs) timeline is 2014 (laughs) to now. Right. Yeah. So, but, but as of recent, I've really kind of honed in on it because a personal goal for me Mm. is uh, five, six years. Once our youngest is uh, off to college, he's tracing, chasing a dream of college football. And we, you know, we, we feel he can, he can get there. Um, You know, is it going to be a D one school? Don't know, but definitely D two we think is, right there. Um, but that dream for us is, is to do the RV lifestyle and then be able to, uh, take in all the kids games, uh, live that RV life, but at the same time, go around to the businesses that I'm involved in and visit them mm-hmm. and have a meaning. If I'm their ally, if I'm with them in the business, really be, have an important relationship and be able to visit those businesses and really have a handful of a couple handfuls of key relationships. That's the big vision for me.
1: Nice. I love it. I love it. I love it. So when you're working with clients, let's talk about kind of you've talked about the taking action and I get that it's kind of an amalgamation. Is there kind of a process that you take people through uh, when they're working with you?
0: Yeah. I mean, I look at I always look at putting in uh, what I like to call uh, my big ticket methodology. Um, One is establishing um, what's that premium price position that's available in their market um, what, what opportunity exists there, what premium level of service, and then are you committed to backing it up with experience? Because the experience is what constantly elevates the premium price position in my mind. Um, you can just say, I'm going to charge 10,000 bucks, you know, for whatever, but if the experience isn't there, it's pretty empty. And You're not going to have the reviews. You're not going to have the fans and the referrals to back it up for long. So I'll explore that premium price position, see what we can't do to elevate that. Uh, Behind that, I love putting in uh, an authority piece. So whether that's through a podcast, like what we're doing today, um, a book, I love books. Uh, I mean, like in my retail business, here's all the books. These are all the books that we have just for the retail business. Okay. Um, And guides. I think there's some guides in there too. And maybe that's it. Maybe it, maybe it is a guide. Um, uh, Maybe it doesn't need a book, but an authority piece where you're the expert, where rather than a business card, you plunk down this piece in front of them Um, rather than a business card. It's, Hey, go to my, go to my YouTube channel and answer that question on episode 74. You know, those kinds of authority positions are important. Um, and then experiential touch points. Like I love doing those. So like, again, in my retail business, we've got this thing called the dream room. So, uh, private room looks like a hotel suite. We'll move the demo model in. You can close the door, take a nap, read a book, watch TV, just don't do anything you don't want mom to see. And, uh, (laughs) you get to relax. And when you do that with us, uh, we now waive any and all fees related to the comfort exchange program we offer. So, your time investment rewards, we reward you for that. Um, and it's it, it, no nobody's offering that type of experience. And then right. the, last, the last one is going to be um, e, what I like to call E equals MC squared. Make the, make, uh, the sim, make complexity look simple. <laughs> so behind every action is a lot of things, but everybody's on the same page. Uh, the complexity of a business directly equates to its value. The simpler it is, the easier it is to Google something, the more perilous of a position you're in.. Nice.
1: I love that. So who would you say you love to serve in sport? Who, who's your ideal? Say that again. Who would you serve in sport? Who's your ideal client?
0: Yeah. so for me, it's it's definitely somebody selling face to face. as I like to say, you know the battle on Main Street, right? Now this doesn't mean you have to have your business on the main street in your town. Uh, but you're typically a brick and mortar facility of some sorts. So I'm not an e-commerce guy. Um, mm-hmm. It's just not my thing. Uh, I don't like sitting in front of a computer. So I just don't gravitate towards those kinds of businesses where the computer is instrumental to doing business.
1: Um, as he's standing in front of the computer at
0: this point I'm and st- still pacing back. Are we Right. Right.
1: So, so do some. <laughs> yeah. So
0: face to face business typically it's a bigger ticket. Uh, low frequency of purchase so like home remodelers hvac um you know the fun toy stuff like boats motorcycles you know caught like uh the luck like a luxury car not lamborghini but like you know like luxury car for me is the 1974 blue f250 bigfoot truck (laughs) like i don't want a lambo i don't fit in it (laughs) that's my luxury car right like that's on my board to go get um So things like that, where it's a bigger ticket purchase, more considered, low frequency, where there's an opportunity to just blow the doors off the competition with experience and establish authority around that purchase. Because there's so many questions for the customer. There's so much unknown because they just, you know, how many people remodel their home in a lifetime? Like one, once in a lifetime you do that, maybe two, you know. You would help. uh, (laughs) Right, right. I yeah, hope you do like, it right the first time.
1: Everybody's <laughs> right. ever well, been through remodeling. It's like God. I hope this is this.
0: <laughs> well, and, and there and there's the exact reason why having an authority piece, that authority piece constructed of the should ask questions, not the frequently asked questions, guiding your expertise where you're guiding people to avoid the things they don't even know what's around the corner that can derail the project, make them hate it. You know, I I helped write an authority piece for um, a guy that led, uh, it was in the info marketing space. He consulted to kitchen cabinet owners, or I'm sorry, kitchen cabinet owners. That's everybody. People that remodeled kitchens, cabinet sellers, right? Yep. We come to find out if you're left-handed, mm-hmm. you need to have your kitchen designed entirely different than somebody who's right-handed if you want to enjoy it.
1: I never even thought well,
0: about. Right. That blew my mind. I'm like, Kevin, that's a whole book. It's like sub guide in and of itself. All the things left-handed people didn't know about their kitchen and how they could immediately improve it today. Like that's a great little lead gen piece. So we did that. And um, those should ask questions are so important. And it it can frame blogs and social media posts, but when you package it into an authority piece, it's powerful.
1: Nice. I love it. So, let's take that one step further. Cause I know that everybody, well, the majority of people are in the build it and they will come mode. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, you not said do something dreams. with that. So what do you, what do you do with them?
0: With those authority pieces? Maybe.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, they become your cornerstone of your marketing. It's, it's like a guide point. Here, here's an example of back to my business. So in this book, sleep better, I'll hold it up. Yep. Uh, this goes out on video, right? Yep. Yeah. Perfect. Um, So in this book, we talk about sleep hygiene. One of the things about sleep hygiene is reducing screens an hour before bed, cutting out nice. the blue light because it tricks your mind into thinking it's daytime. And, uh, one of my vendors has removed, this is like a a number bed. So air supported sleep. They've taken away the hard, the, the remotes. Mm-hmm. They want you to use their app because it saves the money. Well, I can't be the guy that wrote the book and then give you the device that contradicts the book. So it these authority pieces become not only cornerstone marketing but it's such it's like conviction, it's purpose, it's integral. Mm-hmm. And it's things you can stand on. And when you point that out to people and they they want the app, you can say, "Look, I'm not I'm not going to be in your bedroom slapping your hand. <laughs> but you did get our book and you remember the point you read about blue screen. So we're going to give you the remotes because that's going to help you sleep better. But if you want to use your phone, go ahead. So for us, like it, it is that guidepost it, it, it they, when done right, these things become very powerful uh, to the integrity of your business. Nice.
1: I love that. Well, and two, it's, it allows people to make decisions faster, easier. It's like, Oh, that sounds like a great idea. Does it fit with our integrity? No. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> we're not doing that then because yeah. this is where we sit. And yeah, that is immensely powerful and and key. So give us an example of it, a Cinderella story of one of your clients that you've worked with.
0: Um, so this was uh, in the home furnishing space. This was a, a Natuzzi sofa store. Very, um, uh, very concerned about a big national chain competitor coming into their town so they would sell routinely one sofa for 4 grand this national chain compel- competitor competitor could sell you a bedroom a living room and a dining room set for 4 grand okay and their quality is okay it's not natuti level but you know if you got to furnish a whole home and you got 4 grand One sofa, whole house. You know, so they were really concerned. And I said, the issue you guys have is you're merchandising. You're presenting an experience just like they are. You got the brown sofas over here. The power sofas over there. Nobody uses their sofa because it's got a recliner in it and it's brown. They want their living room to complement how they function. So we designed some avatars, the sacred room, like my grandmother, her living room. You sat in it and you talked. You didn't wear shoes, no food or drink, and you were quiet. Grand Central Station, kids are doing homework on this chair. You're eating lunch on this chair. TV's on. Coffee table lifts up. It's stain-proof fabric. Super durable because you got pets. it's It's a wild mess every day. Okay? Then we had the power couple room. This was the couple maybe still working. Kids are out of the house but they need the doodads to plug in phones. They definitely want power. They definitely want some tables and it's got to be comfortable for a long time because they they sit together for five hours a night, each doing work and that's their marriage. Okay. Great for selling sofas, not great for lasting marriages, but whatever. (laughs) Um, So we designed those avatars and there were a couple others and we completely re-merchandized the room, the showroom. And then it became a question in the sales process, not of, so Tell me what, you know, so you're here for the big sale. You like brown sofas or black sofas. It became, tell me how you use your living room. Nice. And it became a conversation. Right. And I flipped the script entirely. And I've, I've translated that to deck builders. You know, Mm -hmm. tell me how you entertain. Tell me, is this, is this the husband's thing or is this your thing as the wife? And if we found out it was the husband's thing, then it was, well, let's build in, let's build in coolers into the benches for beer. All right. You know, and, and a lot of those tweaks uh didn't add material costs because you could build stuff like that off the cutoffs and and it wasn't even a whole lot, not, lot more labor, yep. but the price That's elasticity, yeah, yeah. That price elasticity stretched cuz I'm getting a deck with built-in bench beer coolers guys.
1: And they're talking about you forever.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, like like even even taking uh like this uh, impervious deck boards that don't rot. Mm-hmm. Um They come in different colors. I'm like So the 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 basic color to the premium colors not much in the grand scheme of the project. No. We'll find out if they're sports fans. And put their favorite sports team color in. Seems right. to go that way. No, nope, no, nope, zero cost of labor. Right. Zero cost. Nominal cost of material. Price elasticity, you know, Huge. took they were able to bid out decks at a higher price than anybody else. So you just gave six people ca- I
1: know a whole new plan on rebuilding their decks.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then You know, and then for for, for the ladies, like, you know, let's make it a sanctuary. Mm -hmm. Deeper, you know, build-in bench seating around, but deeper. And then because we want the pillow cushions to look beautiful for five years running, Mm -hmm. let's put left seats up, cushions can go in and put some flashing on the underside so water doesn't get in. You know, again, a little more labor there, but man, what a return on that investment because it looks like a magazine page for five years. That's awesome. it's easy. It's
1: easy. I love that. I love it. So what are some of the stumbling blocks that somebody might be having right now? And they're thinking, oh my God, Jeff, I need you in my business so bad.
0: Uh, like their stumbling blocks? I mean, yeah. I think- Lack yeah, of think money. It's, <laughs> well, it's that, yeah. you know, but I mean, I work with people like on, uh, you know, so my big goal is to have six to 12, very important relationships where I'm sharing in the upside that I bring of revenue mm-hmm. and or equity. So I work in smaller retainer up front because I'm looking big picture. I'm not the usual coach where I've got a coaching group and I've got a product and a course. I've been there, done that. I don't want to do it because my goal long-term in that five, six years is to, in that RV lifestyle, have campgrounds I own, visit those, visit the businesses I have, I don't want to get stuck somewhere where it's about to turn cold and I got to chase clients. Right. So working with me is about, it's more about the heavy lift is, are you ready for this commitment? Not even so much about money because mm-hmm. we'll get, we'll get there. Um, but uh, you know, money can be an issue. I think the biggest thing that's people get so hung up on is, well, my customers won't pay for that. I need to be the price person. Why? Says who? You know, you want to, you want to like work on the bloody shores with everybody else? You know, Amazon's coming for everything. I just saw an ad. You can now do hearing aids with your phone and get a hearing aid for yourself at home. Wow. You don't even need to go to an audiologist. Crazy. So tech, Amazon, it, again, it's my ethos. It's the battle on Main Street, living in an Amazon world, right? Like, mm-hmm. how do we get around that? It's experience. Absolutely. It's experience. Here, Here's where that audiology thing is going to go wrong. People are going to try it. They're going to feel rewarded because they save money. Didn't have to book an appointment and wait four weeks. Maybe they got the hearing aids in just in time for little Johnny's play school graduation, but I guarantee you when that piano and those kids flare up and those hearing aids are turned to 11 and they blow their ears out, they're going to go back to the audiologist, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's skill. There's the should yeah. ask questions that I've used price elasticity and maybe people have wondered what that is. Well, it's the difference between being a low price leader and the premium price luxury service provider in your market. Mm-hmm. It's spreading that difference. And it it always goes down to that experience and establishing authority that you can give your, your people. So, you know, it's price. Sometimes it's finance. A lot of it's self-limiting belief. It's, well, my industry does it this way. So I have to, too. And No way. Like my, my retail mattress store. I like, I love it. I like put my chest out, stand across the line, like, tell me I have to do it that way. And I'm going to like put my nose across that statement first, but I'll probably step right through it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I'll do it my way. And um, it's been successful for us. So those three things, you know, the money you don't have to worry about. Don't worry about what your industry does. And then just get out of the bloody shores, go swim in some blue water for crying out loud. Nobody's stopping you.
1: Everybody else and is distracted
0: I, on the beach. Go swim.
1: <laughs> I think it's so important to be around somebody like you because you think about this all day long. They're thinking about their thing and, you know, maybe had to improve the thing, but you're looking at it from a totally different angle, which I find fascinating. And I'm thinking, you know, it comes back to that. You look at it for five seconds ago. what about this? And they're like, I never would have thought about that in a million years. And, yep. and it's, to me, it's it's being able to see that we think that, you know, I have to sew a better seam on the dress to be able to charge more. I need to be able to, and we're looking at this minutia that has nothing to do with the big picture of the business.
0: Yep. Exactly. Love it. Love it, love it. Exactly. I know
1: our, our listeners are going to want more from you. How did they start their journey with you?
0: Yeah, it's real simple. Go to thejeffg.com. So you don't have to learn how to spell Janakovo. It's just the Jeff G. <laughs> I
1: thought um, you were going to say that's really easy. Just go to Jeff Janako. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm smarter
0: than smart. that. Uh, <laughs> you know, so that's a, that's a contact site. I kind of set it up like those old school choose your own adventure novels we read in what? middle school. Uh, so if you got questions on sleep, you can get some info on that. You like what I'm talking about uh, being an ally for integrators and I can, we can connect on some visionary stuff, help you expand uh, your business that way. Big Ticket Life info is on there. So you want to be a Facebook friend, you can click there. So it, it's that site. It's kind of the clearinghouse for everything I do, uh, thejeffg.com.
1: Love it. We will, of course, have Jeff's links in the notes. Absolutely. Nice. So I get to ask you, Jeff, at what point in life did you know that you were a special kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur?
0: Uh So I was, the two years of my adult life, I was on a W-2, was for a building products company, meteoric rise within the company. They eliminate my position because they eventually don't like the margins they're working at, even though I tried to get them to sign an agreement that said if that day came, they would keep me where I was. Well, that day came, they didn't. I left. Quit that job um, a week, two weeks before I got married. And just went home oh, wow. and told my wife, I'm leaving this job. I'm gonna put in my notice right after our honeymoon. I've already found an ad in the paper. I'm gonna go interview for it. I'm gonna get the job. Uh, because it's it, it, it's a direct parallel, but I believe I'll be able to be my own entrepreneur. And that was the truth. And uh and she had two weeks to go, honeymoon... hmm. Do I still want to go through with this? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I mean, I literally took manuals and, and books and priceless with me on the honeymoon um cuz i you know i wanted to hit the ground running and right. uh so that, that that was the moment like i I'm, I'm not going to do this cuz one of my guiding principles is integrity is what you do when no one's looking and mm-hmm. in that moment their integrity was massively in question because it was all on the table i had a feeling that me going after the national accounts at lower margin would be a problem long term they said it wouldn't and then it was And it just became a thing of, I can't trust you. Like, I like these people, but you've shown your cards and I'm not going to invest any more of my time. Doesn't make your product bad. Doesn't make your people bad. Just means I just can't get down anymore with this. made that decision and haven't looked back. That was 21 years ago. I love it. I love
1: it. Jeff, you have been absolutely awesome. Any last words for our peeps?
0: You know, I I would just, again, I'd say just don't be constrained by what you're told, right? Like there's, especially when you look at how our lives have become so algorithmic, you know, you know, watch what you say on these channels because you get your account suspended and throttled. Push back on that. Don't, you know, I said, don't play on the bloody shores, go swim out in the blue ocean, do that in every regard. Life is so much better.
1: I love it. You have been absolutely awesome. Again, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. And I know how valuable it is.
0: Thank you for having me. Loved it.
1: Awesome. Peeps, this is Michelle Nelek. Thank you for being here with us today. Be sure to subscribe to the show and share it with your friends. We love helping entrepreneurs grow. Thank you for listening to our show. I'm all about being a resource center for entrepreneurs to give them the information and the support that they need to make it in business. As such, the notes for this show can be found at our website at awarenessstrategies.com slash blog. Be sure to subscribe, give us a rating, I like five stars personally, and share with your friends.